dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in today's gospel, Jesus asks us, um, urges us to be uh, beware that our hearts do not become drowsy from the anxi anxieties of daily life. And certainly there are many, are many anxieties in all of our daily lives. Um, I think the drowsiness sometimes could be that we get caught up in things that really aren't of eternal importance. Some of these uh, anxieties, um, these uh, often we have uh, maybe concerns and living here in the first world, kind of a consumer society, and we get caught up in that. We have to beware not to do that. And it, uh, he's, the Lord is warning us because he's saying that a day is coming uh, that will come and it could surprise us like a trap. The Lord is coming. So we need to listen to these words carefully and, and determine uh, if, how close we are to the Lord. Are we being kind of drawn by the world in a different way? To be vigilant. So these are really the, uh, as we come really to the last day of the liturgical year and uh, Advent starts this evening, we're called to be uh, aware and vigilant uh, so that we can escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. So it's, we, we know of the mercy of God, but also we know that God needs to judge at some point, and he will come, and we hope we can, we can be found worthy before him. Um, so to be alert always. In these times, as you well know, these last almost nine months, uh, the world of COVID, these have been hard times. Um, there's a lot of suffering that has occurred for all of us, and in the world, we've seen it from the start of the pandemic. Uh, there's been death, the fear of death. Uh, loved ones uh, from the start in the hospitals dying alone, uh, first responders trying to love them as best they can. And I think, you know, even in nursing homes, uh, loved ones separated from their loved ones. Uh, they've died of certain things, maybe sometimes died of loneliness, and it's just been a lot of suffering. I thank the Lord uh, in this very difficult time, he's also in some ways asking us to evaluate what's most important in our lives. Uh, what is really most important to you? And it really isn't uh, the stuff of our lives, but uh, that, you know, we're, we're made for eternity. It struck me that um, yesterday was Black Friday, and in years previous, I know the family, uh, family gatherings, they might, at, after the turkey meal and everybody has had enough to eat, they'll pull out uh, you know, where to buy at 4 a.m. in the morning the next thing for Black Friday. But it struck me that this year on Black Friday, people were getting up early to come to Mass, to try to get here in time to, to be at Mass. And I, to me, that indicates uh, people really see, saying in their lives what's most important. It's really not most important the next thing you want to buy, but to be at Mass and to celebrate your faith, to receive the Lord in the Eucharist. So what is most important in our lives? He, the Lord is asking us to purify our faith. Uh, I think of, uh, from the book of Revelation, the Spirit is speaking to the seven churches, and, and the Spirit would say, well, this particular church, uh, I give you credit for this, but I challenge you in this area. And one of the challenges was, uh, you know, you've been doing well, but you have lost the fervor of your, your first love for the Lord. And in some ways, I think the Lord is calling us to purify our lives and to really have him as number one in our lives. Uh, what is most important in our lives? Uh, to me, you know, it's the Lord. It's, it's the Eucharist. And many of you show that by the way you live our lives. 
uh, prayer. Uh, today we celebrate on Saturdays often Mother Mary, the Rosary. These are such important things for us, and in some ways we're being purified to realize that and to really uh, fight for it. A story from our parish, a young adult, uh, for me too, when COVID first hit, there was kind of, you could not go to Mass and receive communion. And for, that was difficult for me and for many others too. And so for this young woman, a graduate of Franciscan University, I know in pre-COVID time she would come to Mass and I would watch her and uh, she was in the front. And during Mass, everything would disappear except her and the Eucharist. She was there with her Lord. So uh, for both her and I, it was about two months before we could start receiving the Eucharist again. Uh, and she told me, she said, hey, Deacon, uh, you know, I just received the Eucharist after two months. And after I received communion, Jesus and the Eucharist, I didn't go back to the front pew. I went back to the back of church. I knelt down on the, on the carpet and I cried. Um, her love of the Eucharist. And I thought... I thought back to Roman times and the persecution of early Christian church, standing before uh, a big, strong Roman soldier with a sword, and he said, I'll let you live if you give up Christ. And I have to start thinking, well, to not have Christ is really not living. I can't do that. For, you know, as maybe with St. Paul, we, we, we come to see that, well, for me to live is Christ. And so there's that purification, I think, that the Lord is asking us to. My pastor, Father Ignacio, at St. Michael's, sometimes he'll grab the ambo and he'll say with a lot of enthusiasm, believe it, it's true, it's real. Heaven is real. And, and we are made for eternity. We are pilgrims passing through. This is not our true and lasting home. So let us have hope in God as, as, as the first priority in our lives. So... Um, and lastly, I just want to—I want to thank you, as Saint Cecilia's community. Um, my wife and I; she's here this morning. We moved here 32 years ago, and, and uh, helped with youth and young adult ministry. I continue to learn about ministry, but I remember uh, Saturday confession. I thought, well, in other parishes, you could just kind of walk in and go straight to the confessional. So I—I I assumed the same was here. So Saturday, I found out when confessions were. I, I walked straight in. There was like 10 people lined up, and I thought, this place is different. <laughs> They're going to confession. And uh, so I do thank you for the faith that you have. Um, some great people we've met here over the years, great priests, Father Kerry and Father Peter, uh, continue that line of great priests. Uh, it's a strong faith community and a lot of service. I want to thank you. And we need to encourage one another, the ones who are here, but also we need to be on mission. There's a lot of people suffering in our world, and they, they don't know what life is about in a sense and where true and lasting hope is. So. Uh, let us go out into the world and, and encourage them. But again, thank you to St. Cecilia's. Keep up the good work. Um, and at Maranatha, the, the kind of song of, of Advent is coming, Come, Lord Jesus. And I'll say with uh, Father Peter as well, God bless you all. <laughs>